Does every task and output in your business take three times as long as you thought it would? Do you feel like your office hours never stop? Do you find yourself flustered, overwhelmed, and exhausted more than you'd like? The bad news is this. These are symptoms of your own self-sabotage. The good news is you can eliminate them with nothing other than your own awareness and a little bit of action. So in this episode, you're going to identify your three secret saboteurs so you can focus on the maths and mechanics of your business drama-free. You are listening to the Thriving Empire Podcast, a show designed exclusively to help you avoid working 24-7, to help you eliminate overwhelm, and help you live your ultimate life while you figure out how to make money from your ideas. This show should be your number one resource for no-brainer strategies, tactics, and tips for launching your ideas with more ease, vision, and freedom so that you can change the world drama-free. I'm your host, Stephanie Holland, strategist, traveler, and coconut macaroon addict. Welcome to Season 2, Kickstart Your Mini Empire, so that you can create the life you really want. So let's get started. Well, hey there. How are you? I'm actually really cold this week and the last couple of weeks. It seemed a really good idea to spend some extra weeks in London on the tail end of my summer trip back to Europe. But in October, that wasn't such a great idea. I'm in two layers of cashmere. <laughs> and I'm counting the days till I return to my beach. So I'm really excited about that. But I've really been hanging out in Madrid and Valencia in Spain, which was amazing. I've never been to Valencia before, and I'm madly in love with it. And also I went to Poland for the first time. So this year's been a year of firsts. Um, Warsaw, Krakow, amazing places. Um, and I have two new loves in my life, Valencia and Poland, not the whole of Poland. I, I went to Warsaw and Krakow, as I said, and I love both those places. I could so easily spend a couple of months in Krakow living there. I met a really cool girl on Airbnb. Hi, Sophia, if you're listening to this. Um, and yeah, I could easily go back there and spend some more time. So if you haven't been to any of those places, go. <laughs> They're really, really cool. Um, Valencia has an amazing beach, amazing cafes and food. Madrid, oh my gosh, the cafes, the coffee, the speciality coffee scene there is amazing. Anyway, okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about coffee. Let's talk about your business so that you can create and sustain the life you really want. So I want to review a couple of ideas that I've shared with you in previous episodes just to set the stage for this next section of season one. We're in section three. Uh, and the first is that business is just the art of making a hypothesis, conducting experiments, analyzing the results of those experiments, and repeating the process um, until you get the results you're looking for. And that in itself, I find really exciting. And if you boil it down to that very essence, you probably think, oh, mm, that sounds really cool too. The second insight is that every single set of results that we generate, whether good or bad, help us shape the future because we know what works, we know what doesn't work, we know what to keep doing, we know what to stop doing, and we know if we need to try new things, right? So if those two insights were all that we needed, we'd all be building our business drama-free. But that's not the case, is it? Because the third insight is this, we bring so much drama to the table that isn't even related to the maths and mechanics of business or any kind of hypothesis, experiment, or result. And it really stops us from focusing 
on what we need to be focusing on to build our business. So we really need to know what's the maths and mechanics of what we're doing and what is the drama of what we're thinking and feeling stopping us from doing what we need to be doing. So when I work on this kind of concept with my clients, they're really shocked to discover that they spend upwards of 70% of their time investing in the drama. But once they get over the shock of that, they actually feel empowered to notice it, you know, on an ongoing basis. So they are able to stop sabotaging themselves and their business goals as they go consistently. Because then when we identify the drama, we liberate our brain to focus 100% on what matters most, which is hypotheses, experiments, and results and analysis on repeat until we get the results we're looking for. I will keep saying this over and over again to you because it's the only thing you need to remember to snap yourself out of whatever drama you're in and focus on what you need to be focusing on. So the next few episodes... We are going to be talking about how to identify your three secret saboteurs so that you can focus on the maths and mechanics of your business, the truth behind your future failures and how to use them as a tool that shapes the future, how to build your success vault so there's no doubt in your mind that you've already succeeded, how to plan for the problems of success so that you're worrying about the right things, and how to stay in the game when it seems like no one is watching or buying or interested or subscribing <laughs> and it feels like you're going nowhere. So let's get into this episode, the three ways you sabotage um, your own success. So you know it takes time to build a business, right? A successful business. And it's a piece of string as the proverb goes. No one can tell you, oh, you'll hit this goal in three months. You'll hit this goal in six months. It really does take time um, and, you know, an, unend an unknown um, an unknown trajectory of time to create incredible products and services that are no-brainers for, for your audience, to know exactly what makes your tribe tick and what truly matters to them, to develop the most effective traffic-generating strategies that will generate a stampede towards your offers, to ensure that each stage of your sales funnel converts right? Really well, like gangbusters, to craft offers that blow your audience's mind and confidently sell them successfully, and to scale your efforts so that your game-changing ideas can leave the world a little different than you found it. But if we indulge in drama, it will take a whole lot longer than it needs to, and it already takes an unknown period of time. So we don't really want that, do we? Now, you've probably realized this already because it hijacks your headspace, which means it hijacks your time the same way that any other mindless activity does, like scrolling Instagram or watching too much Netflix. Now, a client once told me that she, she felt confused all the time and couldn't really focus on work and ended up doing nothing. I've actually mentioned this in a previous episode. So I suggested that she actually schedule 30 minutes a day in her diary to actually feel confused, to sit there and feel like properly, intentionally feel confused and just get it out of your system and feel it all the way through. And she laughed at me and she said, that's ridiculous. I don't want to spend 30 minutes of my time feeling confused every day. And then I kind of pointed out that she spends all day feeling confused and she thought, wow. And that realization knocked her for six and really helped her a lot. And she actually did end up scheduling the 30 minutes of confusion in her diary because she realized how helpful it was to acknowledge and fully focus on feeling confused so that she could feel it all the way through and it would actually just pass through her so that she could focus on what she needed to do. 
Anyway, there are three secret saboteurs that are always going to want to hijack our focus. So the most common forms I see in my clients are time, resistance, and burnout. So the first saboteur is actually, well, time, but I call it timing. Because when you're first starting out, you actually have no idea how long things will take you. And if you're not careful, everything seems to take a lot longer, sometimes three times longer than you thought, even if you're, you think you're super focused. And then you end up working 24-7 and burning out, which we'll talk about in a bit. But here's my suggestion for that in the meantime. Decide how long each task or output or activity will take you. Or actually, what I mean is decide how long you are going to invest in it, spend on it, dedicate to it, and then do it in that amount of time and make it non-negotiable. For example, I give myself 35 minutes maximum to script out every podcast episode that I write for you. I give myself 30 minutes maximum to record it and one hour to publish it, which means organizing it, well, for it to appear in wherever it appears. So YouTube, Instagram, wherever. And I do that every three weeks for three episodes so that I know, so that I know exactly that every third week it will take me five hours and 15 minutes to produce the next three hours, uh, sorry, three episodes of my podcast, which means I can effectively plan my days, which means I can effectively enjoy my life. It doesn't take a million hours to produce um, the content that I use to grow my business. So here's what I don't recommend you do. I don't recommend that you outsource every single task you don't want to do very early in your business. I think, and this is what I've done personally, it's really good to learn your business from the ground up, all of the spokes and cogs and wheels, because then when you do outsource it effectively, you know exactly what is, what is involved, how long it should take, how to write effectively uh, things like briefs and job specs for the work that you're outsourcing because you know what's involved. Now, I love knowing basic HTML and web design because I now know how to talk to experts about what I need done. I think it's a really important part of the entrepreneurial learning curve and a, and a critical part of staying in control of your business and your brand. And actually, there's a growing body of entrepreneurial um, thought leadership, thought leaders actually purposely keeping their team as lean as possible to stay in control of their business and their brand. So Regina Angelou, she calls it staying scrappy. Paul Jarvis calls it um, a company of one, and he actually has written a book called now A Company of One. And the Soulful MBA duo call it insourcing. It's really cool. I'll actually include an article uh, that they wrote about insourcing in the notes um, which you can find at stephanieholland.co forward slash 42. So don't outsource simply because you don't have the time. Take control of your time. Decide how long each task and output will take you. Do think of your work in times of output to stop wasting time producing nothing. So if you're going to think about something, make sure you have a one-page summary of that thing that you've been thinking about for an hour. Don't just think and then walk away with scrappy notes in your journal, okay? Produce output. 
minutes. So for every 30 minutes you spend working in your business, decide on what that output is. Are you working on your business strategy? Then have a one-page strategy outlined at the end of that 30 minutes. Are you working on your quarterly targets? Well, then make sure you have an update one page on that as well. Focus on outputs and define how long it will take you. You will then spend less time working in your business, more time working on your business as CEO and completing more steps towards your goals, while at the same time having more time and space in your schedule for your life and all the things that you want to do, like strength training and hoop, hula hooping. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> so saboteur number two is resistance. Now, sometimes you will simply resist doing the work. Okay. You know what you need to do. You know what you want to do. Um, and you know when you're doing it because you've got your startup calendar right in front of you, but you just don't want to. So what does resistance look like or feel like? Well, Stephen Pressfield, thank goodness, the author of, funnily enough, The Legend of Bhagavans, also wrote a book called Do the Work, and he listed the typical signs of resistance for us. They are fear, self-doubt, procrastination, addiction, distraction, timidity, ego, and narcissism, perfectionism, and self-loathing. And honestly, it's your job as a creator, founder, and business owner and entrepreneur to recognize your own brand of resistance and do something about it and figure out your own hacks for it. Now, listen, it's really rare for me not to want to do the work because I tend to sit down and just do it, whatever I'm feeling in the moment. I have this inbuilt drive so strong. It's like a tornado tearing through my to-do list. But on the occasion when I do feel my own brand of resistance bubbling up, which is often just honestly pure laziness, like, oh, I want to sit in my hammock and read my book instead. Here's my hack. It's my favorite reward, actually. When I'm done, I get to do whatever I want. When I'm done, I get to live my dream life. When I'm done, I get to lie in my hammock and read my book. So for example, when I finish the 105-minute session of writing my podcast episodes, I get to spend the rest of the afternoon reading in my hammock. That's my reward for being focused and doing the work. So that's also why my business tagline is launch your business so you can create the life you really want. Because business, my lovely listener, is the means to creating and sustaining the life you want. So the more you focus and take the steps you need to take to grow your business, the more you can do exactly what you want. Like lie in your hammock. So that's motivation enough for me. I have my little hacks and in the worksheet that goes with this episode that you can get if you purchase the podcast study pack, you're going to have my support to brainstorm your hacks too. You can access that study pack at stephanieholland.co forward slash 42. So now that you know, well, when you know your own brand of resistance, you can stare it down in your face, in its face, and you can develop your own hacks. But be aware of it and name it. Actually, naming it is really important. Don't just sit there procrastinating. Actually, name it, say, oh my gosh, I'm procrastinating what now? What do I need to do, think, or feel to just get on with it? Figure it out for yourself. No book is going to hand that to you on a platter. You've got to be in that emotion and you've got to figure out your own hack.
Okay, so moving on to saboteur number three, burnout and overwhelm. It absolutely floored me a couple of years ago when I read that 80% of startups fail not because of a flawed business plan, strategy, or model. They fail because the founders simply burn out. Now, burnout and overwhelm have similar symptoms, but actually different causes, which I learned from Brooke Castillo, who was my life coach and mentor last year. So I really want to clarify the difference between the two. Um, and because I think it's really important to differentiate them. So you experience overwhelm when you're working nonstop and not getting the results you're hoping for. So you end up working longer and harder and feeling more and more frustrated. Now, burnout, on the other hand, you experience when you're, when you're working nonstop, achieving your goals in the meantime, getting results, and yet you still feel unsatisfied. So you keep burning the candle at both ends, achieving your goals, getting results, and still feeling unsatisfied on a loop. You keep working and working and working to the next goal. You never stop to rest, reflect, and appreciate or celebrate your goals. So in the case of overwhelm, you're actually spending too much time on things that don't matter. In the case of burnout, you're actually not excited by the results you're generating, even if they're impressed from the outside and exactly what you set out to achieve. So in either case, you're working like a demon 24-7, which is no bueno. It's a terrible, terrible thing. So in episode 30, we talked about developing your own operating code, which is the way you work, your attitude, your mental attitude to prevent burnout. In episode 31, I talked to you through how to develop a startup calendar so that you have that work-life balance. And also for workout work-life balance, in episode 32, we talked about how to start and stop your office hours. So there's a really clear-cut boundary between when you're working and when you're not working. So check out those episodes if you're in the burnout zone or feeling overwhelmed. Burnout has a variety of and often bizarre symptoms beyond the more obvious and well-documented symptoms of chronic tiredness, illness, depression, and anxiety. There are actually a couple of um, other interesting um, telltale signs that will give you a heads up that you're heading into that direction, which I've put in the word worksheet for this episode in the podcast study pack. But once you've identified any of these symptoms, you can explore them further. So what is the cause? Is it your business? Is it your schedule? Is it your relationship or your friendships or your family or some kind of other dynamic happening in your life? There are 24 areas of life, right? Just because you're suffering in your business doesn't mean your business is causing the suffering. Maybe you need vitamin B12. Maybe you need some adventure. Maybe you need some quiet, um, quiet time and sit down every day with a cup of tea. Maybe you need to quit watching Netflix or so much of it. Maybe you need to figure out how to sleep better. And then you can decide what to do next. Do you need to go to the doctor or the naturopath? Do you need to get help in your business, some kind of coaching or mentoring or support? Do you need to get more support in your life? Do you need to hire a life or business coach? Do you need to take a break, an hour a day, a week, a month, six weeks a year? Do you need to rework your schedule? Take a look at the startup calendar episode. Do you need to drop a project? Do you need to sell your business or move on and just start something new or stop doing it? Do you need to maybe get a job for a while? 
And honestly, you've just got to step back. You need to take the reins and ensure one single outcome that you stay in the game longer term until you get the results you're looking for. Your ideas can wait. That web page, it can wait. They won't thrive and generate the results you want until you thrive on all levels anyway. Because remember, right? Quality in, quality out makes so much sense. So you have got to take incredibly good care of yourself. So those are the three main ways I see my clients sabotaging their business. Timing, resistance, and overtime. Sorry, overwhelm and burnout. Yeah, overwhelm because you're working overtime. So use your operating code to avoid overwhelm and burnout. Make all your decisions based on your future focus and reclaim your personal sovereignty. You've got to thrive first and then build your empire second. So if you have the podcast study pack, you can head over to um, worksheet 3.1 to turn your life around and take control of your time, identify your own brand of resistance and do something about it, as well as formulate your own overwhelm and burnout avoidance strategy. What? You don't have your copy yet. Don't worry. You can grab your copy at stephanieholland.co forward slash 42. You'll get a worksheet for each episode so that you can implement your learnings and insights ASAP. And you'll um, also get other multimedia resources that I don't share anywhere else. It's a steal at $27. And would you do me a favor? If you're enjoying the podcast, would you please rate and review it on iTunes? Thank you so much. That would help me out a lot and also help other people find it, obviously. Until Until next time, keep thriving on all levels so that you can stay in the game until you get the results you're looking for. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a beautiful week. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Thriving Empire Podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Now, if you're not subscribed already, be sure to do that right now. Head over to stephanieholland.co and sign up right on the page so you never miss an episode. You'll also get my latest strategic worksheet for maximizing your personal freedom while you launch your ideas. And if you enjoyed this episode a lot, I would love it so much if you would do me a quick favor and rate and review the podcast. This will help me get the podcast discovered by more solopreneurs so that I can help them minimize the pain, drama, and burnout of launching their ideas too. Just search for Thriving Empire on your favorite podcast platform, subscribe, and review. Thank you so much. So you have a beautiful week, and I'll see you next time on Thriving Empire.